Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org is their website. Coming up, we have baseball. We'll talk a little baseball uh, in this hour. Much more baseball, uh, high school and college and minor league. It's all coming up this hour. Right now, though, the man has all the scores you want from whatever score is your favorite. He's got it. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. Pleasure to be with you and Kyle and Tally here tonight. It was a nice day here. In downtown Indianapolis, the bats have gone cold or the pitching has been stellar. Whichever viewpoint you'd like to take on the Cubs-Dodgers game, it's a one to nothing still, and they're on the top of the seventh inning. The only run, that came from Patrick Wisdom with a 415-foot blast in the top of the fifth to dead center at Dodgers Stadium. Each team has had a runner in scoring position once. Right now, the Cubs... Have Cody Bellinger standing on second base. He walked and then advanced the second on a wild pitch. The Dodgers had Jason Hayward in the top or in the bottom of the fifth inning. And that's it. It's been nice from the pitching staff from Chicago. Tyone went five innings, struck out seven. And then Mark Leiter Jr. came in relief and he struck out the side in his only inning of work in the sixth inning. That's still going on top of the seventh right now, the Cubs in Dodger Stadium. San Francisco Francisco Giants and the Detroit Tigers earlier today. That is from Detroit Miguel Cabrera. Walk-off single, pinch hitter in the bottom of the 11th inning. That scored Spencer Torkelson. But the big story from this game is that the Tigers were trailing 6-1 after four innings, and they claw their way back. They get two runs in the fifth, three runs in the eighth, Those three runs tied it at six. And then, of course, they get the one run in the bottom of the 11th inning. The bats for San Francisco just went cold. Michael Lorenzen went four innings. He gave up eight hits, six runs, six strikeouts. Only one hit the next seven innings. For the Giants in general, they allowed three walks, did the staff of the bullpen of the Tigers, and struck out Six batters for the Giants. They are now five and nine. Cincinnati Reds, they just clobbered the Philadelphia Phillies today. 13 to nothing was the final score. Will Myers was the primary source of offense for the Reds. He had four hits. Three of them were extra base hits, and those were his first three at-bats, two of which were home runs. He had five RBIs and scored four times with those two home runs. Jose Barrero had a pair of RBIs, as did TJ Friedel. Nixon Zell, Stuart Fairchild, and Tyler Stevenson, along with Jonathan India, each had RBIs as well. Graham Ashcraft with another stellar outing for the Reds, who are now 6-8. and eight. He went six innings and struck out four Phillies hitters. The series will wrap up. The season series, too, will wrap up tomorrow afternoon. Minor League Baseball, the Indianapolis Indians topped the St. Ball Saints 9-2 today. The Indians are now 6-8. They'll wrap up the series with the Saints tomorrow afternoon from Victory Field. 
Fort Wayne Tinkaps, after losing the first six of the season, they have now defeated the Lake County Captains in consecutive games, and they're now two and six. Today's a thriller. 23 combined runs, 12 to 11 was the final score. Lake County went up by one after scoring three in the top of the ninth inning, and then Fort Wayne walked it off in the bottom of the ninth with a pair of runs. The Beloit Skycarp. South Bend Cubs are both 5-3. and three. Brendan King will break this one down at the bottom of the hour. South Bend picks up the win today, 9-1. to one. They get four right off the get-go in the bottom of the first inning and then add on insurance after that. They get one in the second, fifth, and sixth, and then a pair the bottom of the fourth en route to the 9-1 victory, and they pick up their fifth win on the season. Update right now from Sacramento. Four and a half to go. Fourth quarter. Golden State clinging on to a one-point lead. 111-110. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school baseball, one of my favorite subjects. We need to talk more high school baseball. I'm going to change all that. Corbin Lingenfelter joins me tonight talking high school baseball. Forest Park. Beats Owensboro, eight to, to two, is the final. Corbin, thanks for the call. Glad that the Rangers upheld the honor of Indiana and uh, their opponents from across the river today. Yeah, good evening, Coach. It was a huge game for Spartans. It was actually a really huge weekend for them. Coming off a six-four win over Apollo the night before, coming back down to Kentucky again, taking on Owensboro Catholic. And this was a game that saw one pitcher go a full game, only giving up three hits, and the first hit didn't come until the sixth inning, only giving up one run as well. It was a really good game for the Rangers. They've been hot as of late as well at the plate. So things are looking really good down here in Ferdinand. Man, I would think if you're if you're pitching like that, you're getting results from your staff like that, plus you're moving mm-hmm. the ball, uh, that's a pretty solid combination right now. Yeah, it's a huge combination, and this was a game that, as Owensboro Catholic, they're no walk in the park, even though the score kind of showed it, but um, they had Clayton Weissite on the mound for Forest Park, and he was a senior taking on a seventh grader on the opposite side for (laughs) Owensboro Catholic, and he pitched a shutout game all the way through until the sixth inning. Wow. It was was phenomenal. Weissite, we've had – one other game where he's thrown in, and he also pitched the night before against Apollo, and he's really finding the strike zone now, and he's really coming into play. He also plays first base, but tonight they decided to switch things up and give the senior his shot on the rubber. Seventh grader, am I hearing that correctly? You know, correct. I, I might have some, mm-hmm. I might have some ear issues, but that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Seventh grader for Owensboro Catholic, Whiteside, the senior, committed to go and play at USI next year as well so good for the eagles a good one yeah. down there yeah well so southwestern part of the state's pretty solid again is it not oh it is it's a huge huge matchup um a lot of games going on down here that are always competitive jasper's doing really well this year as well as they always do southridge is playing well they're right. the only lost force park right on the season um and that game came about a week ago when it finished out as a 3-1 game and Forest Park led that one all the way through until the sixth inning, if I remember rightly, when they got tied up on a couple of errant throws and then in extra innings, mm-hmm. Southridge just put two more up in the eighth, and that's all she wrote. But since that, uh, it's been Forest Park has hung at least five runs 
on every opponent they faced since over a week ago. And there have been about, I think if my math was right, about four games since that day. So they've been mm-hmm. playing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They've gotten big wins over a two-way powerhouse in Providence the day after Southridge. And they've got wins over Tell City. That game ended in the sixth, I believe. And now big wins over two strong Kentucky teams in Apollo and Owensboro Catholic. Well, let's hope the weather holds off uh, next week because uh, they're on a roll and it'd be uh, kind of a shame to get it slowed down because of some bad weather. Yeah, I haven't taken a look that far out. I know we're at Boonville on Thursday, then we're back against Modern Day Friday night, and then they celebrate. Actually, this is the 50th year for Forest Park Ranger Baseball. They'll have a celebration going on Saturday morning before the Silver Creek matchup so we'll have coverage of all three of those games on wqkz so uh we're looking forward to that and you know i just want to take a quick second here and just mention a stellar freshman in jackson leakin three sport athlete he actually put the first run up on the board for the rangers today after stealing third and getting a double and that was after knocking one out to deep <laughs> left center field uh two bagger by tyler fetter as well a stellar sophomore for this forest park squad and then the junior, Reed Howard, had a triple in today's game as well that actually brought home a run, too. So it's it's been a great, great, great time to be a Forest Park Ranger baseball fan and also to be a Forest Park baseball broadcaster as well. I would say WQKZ's Corbin Lingenfelter. It's good to be you, Corbin. Thanks for the call. Have a great week. You too, Coach. Corbin Lingenfelter, an alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk, sat in the studio producer chair more than one night. He's a tremendous talent. I wish I told the first time I met him, I told him I wish I had his voice. I still feel that way. Coming up, we have more baseball. It's like my baseball hour. I'm catching up on baseball um, because we're going to talk with uh, Brendan King. Uh, we're also going to do a little more racing, talking about uh, IndyCar out in Long Beach coming up tomorrow. Again, race fans, I know it's a beautiful day. It's supposed to be a beautiful day, but man, oh man, you get a chance to watch some racing walk a walk tomorrow. Scoreboard update coming up with the man himself, Eddie Garrison, next on Indiana Sports Talk. NBA playoffs is the best kind of basketball there is. Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, 69 seconds to go. Warriors are currently challenging a foul on the floor. Call was overturned. They were successful. So now the Sacramento Kings will not be going to the free throw line. They're currently up two. 69 seconds to go. De'Aaron Fox has been lights out in this fourth quarter of play. He has scored 14 of the 32 points. For the Kings, Steph Curry, or Chef Curry, has had it working in the fourth quarter. He's got 28 points, including six triples. Clay Thompson, his splash brother teammate, 21. And in his return, Andrew Wiggins, he's got 17, but he struggled with his shot from downtown. Only one of seven from three-point line. DeMontis Sabonis, former Indiana Pacer with a dozen points and 15 Rebounds off the bench. Malik Monk with a 30-piece. Made all 12 of his free throws, 8 of 12 from the floor. And then Trey Lyles, Indiana native right there, 16 points, 10 of those coming in the fourth quarter of play. Coming up tomorrow on Peacock, 3 o'clock, 
Entity IndyCar Series back in action from the streets of Long Beach. It's the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. Kyle Kirkwood will be on the pole, his first ever pole in the NTT IndyCar Series. He's only in his second year. Marcus Erickson second. Ramon Grosjean third. Alex Pillow fourth. Scott Dixon will start fifth. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Paul Condry joins me. You're wondering, Paul Condry, isn't he a football guy? He's not only a football guy, he's the football guy, the best friend football has in the state of indiana coming up next sunday the 23rd my favorite event excluding state championships is the gritties paul with covid i've lost track of the number of years how many is this one next next week well first of all great to be with you great to talk about american tackle football in april i don't think there's anything better i can think of about talking about but we're excited about it this will be gritties number 17 it's the first time in the last three years We've not uh, been in person, so we're excited about getting the guys together. And as they say, we're going to get the band back together. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you and our staff and just being a part of uh, a great, what I think is a transforming night that that's going to really right. kind of just dig in deep about what we do uh, as a football community. Looking forward to honoring uh, our state runners-up, our state champions, our coaches of the year, our coordinators of the year, our excellence in football, media, our players of the year are excited about a new partner that we have that we're looking forward to uh, debuting uh, coming up uh, next Sunday. And that's, of course, our friends at the Gridiron Game. Looking forward to having our, our good friends Robert Mathis. We, everybody in the world's heard of Robert Mathis and Daniel Muir. Those yeah, guys absolutely. A lot right. of American tackle football. But I'm also looking forward to uh, getting a chance to know Ryan Walters, the new head football coach at Purdue. He's going to be our keynote speaker and getting a chance to uh, listen to what he has to say. So it's going to be a fun night. We're going to honor our lifetime achievement, uh, our Brad Breifogel Spirit of Sport Award, our Jason Coots Badge of Courage Award, and, of course, our big school, our small school all-state team. And then, as you well know, as we get ready to unveil uh, what we're going to be, the cover kids of the 23 Indiana Football Digest mm-hmm. will have our primetime 25, and that is just a uh, a brief flyover on what is a really neat night. I'm thrilled to, that you and I have had a chance to do a lot of these together. We've been we've done so many things right uh, over the course of our careers. We have so much fun being around coaches and being around kids and parents and just being around people who honestly who who care more about. Uh, the development of mm-hmm. our student athletes and our coaches, and uh, honoring those who have uh, worked diligently to make an impact in the communities that we serve. So it's going to be an exciting day. Excited about it because we're going to do our first ever live stream, coach, which is something we've never done. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that the NFL has given us the right. okay. We've, as you and I have talked about for the last few years, we uh, we wanted to do the uh, the gritties, but we were not available to do so because we couldn't get into the Colts <laughs> complex because really the NFL said, nah, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks to their guidance and perseverance, we're able to do it. And you, you mentioned it before, 
uh, transformative is the word. I mean, everyone, I have to believe most to a person uh, who have been at this event, have walked out and felt the same way, felt good, felt great, felt inspired, uh, look forward uh, to football, look forward to being a part of something bigger than themselves. And, and that's the kind of event that it is. And it's something that it's the brainchild of you and your staff. And what's cool for me is to be a part of something where somebody has is a dream and they chase it down and they make it work and it works perfectly. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody, uh, I could think of that, uh, who really kind of dedicated their lives to doing those kind of things outside of you and I, and maybe I'm just being braggadocious about it, but you and I have lived that same life that we're going to make an impact in the lives of the people right. that God's put in front right. of us. And I think that's something that, that we both tried to do, uh, you, you know, and we've been blessed and to be able to do that, but to be able to spend time with the right. people that we're going to spend time with and, uh, and honor some people. And I was just earlier today, I was going over cause we sent the, the, the physical printer, uh, to the, the, the program to the printer to be printed. And I was just thinking about some right. of the people who, who we've had a chance to honor over the course of just the last few years. But, you know, I, I look at some of those some of those awards, like the Jason Koontz Badge of Courage Award. And, of course, for many years, Jason was with us, and he was able to hand that award mm-hmm. out. And now Jason's in heaven. And But, you know, but I'm looking at just the last three award winners of uh, the Badge of Courage Award, Mike Owen, Jeff Schreiber, Jason Koontz, Steve Balish, all – guys who made an impact everywhere they went all in heaven now and i'm looking forward to being able to you know sit down and and, and talk with really what i think one of the neatest people in all in all football jeff adamson he's going to be receiving the lifetime achievement award uh that's right. a guy who's done a lot you know we're going to get a chance to visit with our good friends or head coaches like bill marshall at valpo eric moore from uh center grove that all they've done is won a whole bunch of state championships here in a row but Getting a chance to meet some of those <laughs> assistant coaches of the year, coaches of the year, and honoring the champions. I'm excited that J.C. Boyce, our former Colts coach um, and quarterback guru, is going to be there with us to uh, uh, kind of launch the program. But when you've got guys like uh, Dave Pash and Mike, G- Mike Gable, Casey McKim, uh, and we go on and on about some of the guys that are going to be there, we are going to have a rocking right. good time. And, right. you know, Doug Dynan from Carroll High School in Fort Wayne. He's going to earn the Brad Breifogel Spirit of Sport Award. And I'm not, uh, you know, what they were able to do this past year is get to the state championship. And how those guys navigated through things this year is nothing less than miraculous. And that's, we're going to tell those stories on the 23rd uh, of April at the Colts Complex. And I hope that people uh, were sold out as uh, we anticipated they would. But we're hoping that you can watch the live stream mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. a part of that because uh, this is going to be how we roll. We're, Looking forward to introducing our team at the Grand Iron Game. They're going to be partnering with us. They're going to be our uh, presenting sponsor. We're excited about having them because all they've done is built a system that per- provides players with competitive advantages by receiving <laughs> instruction. Right. Some of the best players in the world. So we're excited about having the, the Grand Iron Gang. And, you know, what can you say about Robert Mathis and Danny Muir? Those guys are just uh, they're rock stars in my book. They should be. All right, Paul, again, this is a uh... – a big-time event. It's fun. Uh, It's taken me this long in my life to figure out um, what you and I do is fun. Uh, We're involved in in sports, 
having fun, talking up great things. You and I are guys that shine the light. We have the vehicles. We have the platforms with you know, you with the Regional Radio Sports Network, me with Indiana Sports Talk. Shine the light on great performances, not just on the field but off the field because that's what it takes to be successful in this endeavor. And uh, it's something you and I embrace and, and have managed to figure out a way to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we have, and we've had a great time. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to people about uh, this great story that Jason Lowe and Michael Alstott, those two great coaches at Springs Valley High School and the things they went through this year. They're going to be honored with the Jason Coots badge of Courage Award. They had a young man pass away in their program. We're going to hear those stories, but we're also going to you know, hear stories uh, you know, throughout the course of the night from some of our top players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited about getting to to be in person with our our kids who are going to be on the cover, Coach. I mean, uh, those kids are the rising stars of high school yeah. football in our state. And right. We're going to have our photo shoot at noon on uh, next Sunday. We're going to get a chance to be with them and get a, cha- get a chance to hang out with some of my favorite people, those guys from the United States Marine Corps who have been so supportive of this endeavor. Excited to hang out with those guys and hoorah to them and uh, to all that those guys. You want to talk about people that change the world. Those guys, uh, uh, you know, provide us a cover <laughs> of freedom that allows you and I get to mm-hmm. run our mouths or write books and do the things we do. Talk about heroes. Those are some of the greatest people on this planet. So we're we're excited about it. We're excited about uh, uh, getting back alive and in living color, as I like to say. And it's going to be a fun time. And I'm thrilled yeah. the fact that you and I are still around to be able to do these kind of things together. As we get a little older, we don't. We never take each and every year. We never take it for granted that we're back for another go no, around. You're and right. I always tell people, you know, we well, are still doing this stuff, and they say, "Yeah," and I'm kind of like a bad penny. I just keep, yeah, I just keep showing up every <laughs> every year in my in, in your pocket. So we're we're back to be able to do it again, Coach. Paul Condry and I, the Gritties, next Sunday the 23rd, go online, watch it. It'll be a great night for all of us. Paul, thanks so much. I'll see you next week. Great to be with you, Coach. God bless you. Thanks a lot, Paul. Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network, the Gritties, next Sunday. High school football right around the corner. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's gone final in Sacramento. The Golden State Warriors, they drop game one to the Kings, who win their first playoff game in nearly 17 years. De'Aaron Fox scores the second most points in NBA history in an NBA playoff debut. He had 38 points. Malik Buck tied an NBA playoff record, 14 for 14 at the free throw line, and he had 32 off the bench. Former Pacer DeMontis Sabonis, 12 points and 16 rebounds. Steph Curry, 30 points, had a great look at the top of the key, got free to tie the game to force overtime, and it clanked off the rim. Kings victorious, 126-123. Going on right now in L.A., the Cubs had an opportunity to extend that lead, had the bases loaded, Ian Happ at the dish, one out, he strikes out, and then Seiya Suzuki, he strikes out swinging, so the Dodgers get out of the jam, and they are now in the bottom of the eighth. The Dodgers still struggling offensively. Just two hits and one runner to reach second base so far through seven. Jamison Tyone went five innings for the Cubs and struck out seven Dodger hitters. Other scores in the NBA today from the playoffs. The 76ers top the Nets 121-101. Joel Embiid with 26. Mikhail Bridges shined for the Nets. He had 30 points, only missing six shots. 
Jalen Brown pours 29 on for Boston as they win 112 to 99 over the Hawks and the New York Knicks. It was an ugly game, but they pull it out against Cleveland 101 97. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're glad you're with us. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for life-saving organ transplants. By signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, their website, DrivenToSaveLives.org. Eddie Garrison, tell me about Golden State and their loss uh, tonight doesn't bode well uh, Golden for the State defending coach, champs. They went they went toe to toe with Sacramento. They had the chance at the very end. I mean, but when you give up thirty five points in the fourth quarter, it's hard to win. A uh, De'Aaron Fox was Yikes. just too much to overcome, really, for Sacramento. Right. Uh, Steph Curry had an open look. Uh, they had an inbound, two point nine seconds left. Uh, he breaks free of the double team and puts up a little bit of a hesitation move, but he's it's a running floater essentially. Right from the top of right. the arc, and he can't right. get it to go as the Kings win 126-123. I think I may have mentioned earlier tonight they don't defend as well as they need to. Um, you know, last year's last year. Um, and, you know, you gotta, you got to guard. To win that championship, you got to guard people night after night after night. I understand it's clearly about you got to make some shots too, but man, oh, man. Um so you're down 0-1. That's kind of interesting. What else happened in the playoffs? Catch me up. Tell me what's going on. Uh, right now, I mean, we've had all four games today. Kings win by three. Nets yep. win by 20. Hawks, they fall by 13. And, I mean, the Knicks win by four. Tomorrow's schedule, um, if you're looking for that, you've got a couple of good games. The one I've got circled is the uh, Clippers game. Uh, as they face the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant and Chris mm-hmm. Paul and Devin Booker and company taking on Kawhi Leonard. No, Paul George. It's uncertain, really, when uh, George will return. Really? And then you've got the Lakers and the Grizzlies, Heat and the Bucks, and then Timberwolves and the Nuggets. Boy, if I wasn't chained to outdoors, Eddie, like you, you and I will both be might well, might as well set our DVRs and try to find a. Trying to find a time when we can catch up and watch some ball. Yeah, no kidding, Coach. I, I like we were talking about earlier. Uh, I would call the wife to get you out of doing anything that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, but well, I have that same yeah. needs of having to mow the grass and do and do some things around the house. You know, Eddie. 18 years ago, this past weekend, I, I suffered a uh, near fatal heart attack, and and I've milked that for 18 years, especially. You know, when it comes to hard work, you know, I, I, I have to constantly remind my wife that I have a few restrictions in terms of what I should do in terms of uh, physical exertion. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not proud of the fact that I trot it out from time to time and say, you know, I need to I need to sit down. I need to relax for a second. And um, most of the time it's true, but I don't advocate that for people to do. All right. What else is going on? 
uh, tomorrow. We got racing. It's that, it's that time of year, Eddie. We're getting clear and close to May. So we, if we're not, not if we're not already, we should be thinking about racing. So we got IndyCar in Long Beach, NASCAR in Martinsville. Full day of racing tomorrow. Yeah, I think the guy you want to talk to about that though is Tony Donahue. He's sitting here right in front of me. How did uh, he get past security to get in the door? You might have to ask him that question. Tony D, throw your headphones on. What's up, brother? Man, um, I haven't been in this studio in almost five years, Coach. Yeah, makes makes two of us. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> I'm curious how you uh, how you got in the building. I may have to call security. When, when you hang up and have them escort you out, for heaven's sakes. I wouldn't blame you there. No, we uh, JMV's up doing the B1057 takeover, and uh, he asked me if I could yeah. take uh, Blake T to prom. So I was Blake's right. uh, ride to and from prom oh, no. uh, for the Ron Colley oh. prom up at the uh, Children's oh, Museum. My, so. Oh, my goodness. I know. That poor child is forever I scarred. I know. All right, Gearhead, you're my, you're my favorite Gearhead. Long Beach is the venue yep. for NTT IndyCar. And who in the world <laughs> is this guy on the pole? Yeah, Kyle Kirkwood, uh, Indy Lights champ, F2000 champ. He's won in everything that he's been in. Uh, kind of had a lame duck season last right, year as a rookie right. going to Foyt. But now he's in that 27 Andretti Autosport car. He was really good on the streets of St. Pete. Uh, just the problem with Kyle is, is keeping the thing off the wall. And uh, he had a really good run well, at St. Pete Yeah, to try to right. get on the pole. Ends up wrecking, wrecks in the race. Um, but here he is. Uh, that car is always good at Long Beach. That car won in 18 and 19 with Alexander Rossi. And now Kyle Kirkwood in his second year kind of stretching his muscle and what he can do. So you know how it is. It's one thing to uh, have a good Saturday, but can you put it mm-hmm. all together on Sunday to get your first win? It's going to be difficult because there are 10 guys behind him, including Roman Grosjean, Marcus Erickson, Alex Pillow, Joseph Newgarden, and Pato Award that are going to hop all over him too. So um, if he can keep it clean, he's going to have a really good chance. This race sometimes gets spread out a little bit. The leader can pull mm-hmm. away um, if it stays green. So I think the goal for Kyle is just from the word go, get out front, stay out front, and keep everybody behind you. Tony Donahue from Burnout Sports. How's Burnout Sports going? What's we're, what's we're up good. with that? We're good. We had the news of the 34th entry for the Indy 500 coming up at the in May. Right. There's a test there on Thursday and Friday, as we. Know, I actually so. saw that. I did see that from yes. Burnout Sports. So we're I gonna, saw that. We're gonna. There's gonna. There's gonna be one driver going home. Uh, some people oh. Oh. live and die by that bump as a fan. Other people see it. Oh, well, sponsorships could go away. We might not see that driver again. So right. Really, just depends on how much of a t- traditionalist you are um you know the drama of qualifying for the 500 is really more so came over the last 10 years from that top nine shootout they changed to the top 12 shootout last week or excuse me last year uh so we'll see it'll be interesting um you know and it's going to be one thing if it's somebody who's just a one-off effort but if it's a full-time competitor or somebody that's up there in the point standings that's going to be a huge storyline for the entire weekend so we shall see not that anybody cares what I think, but, but but I think you bring up a great point. It's been bandied about. You know, if you only have one person uh, who's not going to make it, uh, I understand people like the, the, uh, the drama, the thrill, the drama, the tension yeah. of bumping. But with only one, I'm not so sure that's such a great idea. You know, I really, I don't know what the, you know, I don't know what the alternative is, having said that, but still... 
Uh, you're right. There are some unintended consequences if it's only one. Yeah, I'd hate to see a sponsor or a driver not come back because they were the one car right. that didn't make it. Yeah, that's probably the risk that you take when you put this effort together and this entry together. But you know, when that green flag flies on Memorial Day weekend on Sunday, I don't think anybody Ooh. in the fan, I don't think anybody in the stands is going to care if there's 33 or 34. And I guarantee right. you, the winner of that race isn't going to care if they beat 32 other competitors or 33 other competitors. Um, so, yeah, it just kind of depends on how you look at it. You know, this is a tradition, 33 cars right. when they measured the track oh, out. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I think 1948 is when they went to that, and they measured just the car lengths to the 2.5 miles. Um, so, I don't know. We're, we live in a we live in a sponsorship era now where obviously that's that that controls everything and you, you've got to have Clearly. that backing yeah. so uh, I guess it just depends on how you look at it but you know there's going to be a lot of traditionalists right. I just want to keep it at 33 last time we had more than 33 start was uh 35 in 1997 when they had two cars qualify right. at the exact same time I remember that I remember that and no I was not born in 1948 by the way it was uh, 1950, 1951. I gotcha. Just so you know. Uh, uh, hey, I wasn't just, gonna go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were. <laughs> I, I, I know you were. But Long so, Beach uh, tomorrow give, should give be me, good. Long Beach tomorrow should be good. It's it's a fun race. Um, you know, it's go out a, on a limb and tell me who's winning. I'm gonna go with Marcus Erickson. He's been Mr. Consistent in the series. He's been hot now. Yeah, hasn't he's he? he's been great on street courses. He's won at Nashville. He's won at St. Pete on the street course. Uh, looking forward to see what he can do. The crazy thing is, is he's in a contract year. He won the Indianapolis 500 last year, and as of right now, he's a free agent at the end of the year. I'm sure Chip Ganassi will get that all tidied up and squared away. But, uh, yeah, he's been Mr. Consistent, so give me Marcus Erickson tomorrow. Should be a good race. You know, Long Beach is it's kind of a party fun festival out there in, in Southern California, and it's one good. of those races that is very much like a carb day feel when you go out there. They'll have a, they'll, they'll have close to 100,000 people. It's probably the second most attended race of the season. Um, three o'clock on NBC tomorrow and on the uh, IMS radio network. So we should have a good one. Tess at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Thursday and Friday for the Indianapolis that? 500 already. Thursday and Friday. That's right. crazy. And then uh, we go to Birmingham, Ooh. Alabama, and then back-to-back races from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Tell me you're there Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I had to sign my waiver today. So we will be out there. It should be fun. Hopefully the weather stays away. All right, can you hang on? This is Indiana Sports Talk. They're headed to the bottom of the ninth in L.A., and it's still one nothing Cubs. Dodgers' offense has been non-existent. Freddie Freeman had a single in the first inning, and Miguel Vargas had a single in the second inning. Those are the only two hits right now for the Dodgers. The pitching staff for the Cubs has been great. Tyone went five. Uh, he surrendered those two hits, struck out seven. Mark Leiter Jr. struck out three. Keegan Thompson in two innings of work has struck out two. So 12 total strikeouts so far for Cubs pitching as they try to nail it down in the bottom of the ninth. If the Dodgers lose, they'll fall below 500. They'll be seven and eight. The Cubs will improve to eight and five. Earlier in Major League Baseball, Miguel Cabrera walk-off single in the bottom of the 11th inning as the Tigers overcome a six to one deficit to win. 7-6 in 11 innings. It's their fifth win on the season. Baltimore Orioles in Chicago. White Sox win extras as well. White Sox walk it off in the bottom of the 10th with a 7-6 win. They're now 6-9 on the campaign. The Cardinals, they continue to struggle. They're also 6-9 as they fall to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are 9-6 to start the year. 6-3 final score. Andrew McCutcheon with a two-run home run. Cleveland Guardians, they go in the nation's capital. And they defeat the Nationals 6-4. It's their ninth win on the season. 
and 15 games. The Cincinnati Reds just destroyed the Philadelphia Phillies 13 to nothing. Will Myers, four for five, a pair of home runs, five RBIs, and he scored four times. The Reds are now six and eight and wrap up the series tomorrow afternoon. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> this is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Uh, Tony Donahue from Burnout Sports stays with us. All right, did you tell me who's going to win this race tomorrow in Long Beach? Yeah, I'm going to go with Marcus Erickson to go two for three to start the season. Uh, yeah, there's just right. It just seems like still staying with it, huh? Yep, he seems I like I gave you a chance through the uh, break to change your mind. I'm not going to do no, it. You're staying with it. I'm not going to okay. do it. Um, he's been fast. Um, he's right up there. Starts on the front row. He's always great on street courses. And it seems like in the chaotic races is when he rises to the occasion. Right. St. Pete this year, crazy race. The Indy 500 last year was red flag late in that going because his teammate Jimmy Johnson crashed, still wins. Um, red flag at Detroit two years ago to pick up his first win. So um, Long Beach, we've seen it in the two practice sessions and qualifying that there's different types of pavement that they've laid down. A lot of guys kissing right. the wall. A lot of guys breaking out tow links, fire, finding the tire barriers. So uh, it's you're going to want to be in clean air all day tomorrow, uh, and that really favors Marcus Erickson starting in the second spot. He is Tony Donahue from Burnout Sports. How do they find your site, Tony? Yeah, burnoutsports.com. We'll have you covered tomorrow with uh, a lot of different uh, perspectives on the race, and we'll just see what happens. But uh, as you know, it's it's great for Long Beach. It's great to get to Birmingham. But, oh, yeah. But, you know, now, yeah. now, yeah. now that the weather's changing here in Indy, everybody's starting to turn their attention to the month of May. I'm so glad you called. It's always great to catch up with you. I look forward to doing it next weekend. Thanks. Take care. Send my best to Penny. All right. All right, I'll do that. Thanks, Tony. Tony Donahue. Brendan King joins us. We're talking baseball. South Bend Cubs and the Sky what room? Sky Carp. Is that what I'm talking about? That's who you're talking about, Coach. Uh, did the good guys win? The good guys got the W, Coach, just like we talked about last night. Needed a bounce-back effort after – Beloit had a comeback, and, you know, quite frankly, Coach, South Bend just dominated this game. It's the final 9-1. Cubs scored four runs in the bottom of the first inning and got some great pitching, too. So probably the most efficient day of the season on both sides of the ball. And Mm. uh, now an opportunity tomorrow afternoon at the Cubs win. It will be a series split of three games apiece. So um, you have a chance to kind of wash it away tomorrow, even though you didn't play too good to start the series. So positive day today. So what's up with the offensive explosion with these guys? It was a lot of small ball, Coach, to be honest with you. There was one home run today. It was really? Kevin Alcantara. Yeah, uh, by Kevin Alcantara, and that's a name to know for this season, Coach, because he is the Cubs' number two overall prospect as ranked per MLB.com. He was the kid that came back from the Yankees for Anthony Rizzo. Um, so there's a lot of hype in that bat. Uh, he had his first home run in South Bend, but – Really, Coach, other than that, it was a lot of doubles, a lot of gap shots that brought home the runs, and um, the Cubs ran the base as well, too. So, as I said, productive day. Funny how sometimes when you you know you get going, it becomes contagious and other guys step up and find a way to do it. Well, absolutely, because South Bend, 
they hit around coach the lineup four times through five innings. Wow. And then the pitching wow. was so good that Beloit in the seventh inning, it took them until the seventh to hit around four times. So, um, yeah, the Cubs hit around in the first coach, and, and they just they put it on from there. Uh, again, they scored four runs in the first, and, uh, you know, that would have been enough to win the game. Um, so, first inning, big start. Uh, got some good pitching for Brandon Burtzell, Cubs fifth-round pick out of Texas Tech. Um, he went the first three and two-thirds. Frankie Scalzo went the next three out of the bullpen, did not give up a run. So, strong day everywhere. Can you hang on for one more, you, one more short you segment? Go. You got time? All you right. Brendan King and I will come back and talk more baseball. South Bend Cubs beat the Beloit Skycarp tonight. Big win. Again, they're playing well. They'll wrap it up tomorrow. Hopefully the Cubs will uh, get a, a split in the series. We'll talk more baseball with Brendan King. When we come back, we got a lot more time to talk baseball. We can always talk about baseball. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. South Bend Cubs beat the uh, Beloit Sky Carp at beautiful Four Winds Field in Kovaleski Stadium. The man on the call, Brendan King. So wrap up uh, tomorrow, 205 start with the Sky Carp, and then. They head to Midland, Michigan to take on the Great Lakes Loons on Tuesday. Yeah, Coach, that's one of my favorite parks in the league. It is one of the most well-taken-care-of baseball fields I've ever seen, and that's because the team is owned by the Dow Chemical Plant. <laughs> so there's That'll a lot do of it. money going. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of money going around Midland, no doubt. But no, in all seriousness, that's a Great RAN organization, one of my favorite parks to visit. I actually have not been there, Coach, since 2019, so looking forward to getting wow. back. They're the, they're the uh, affiliate of the Dodgers, so, you know, some big-time prospects are there. So that should be a big-time series. But, yeah, tomorrow, big game. As you said before the break, that, you know, South Bend wins tomorrow. They could settle for a series split. And, Coach, you know as well That's as good. I do, if, you, if yep. you play at least 500 baseball, you're doing something right. And, uh, you know, the Cubs are off yeah. to a 5-3 and three start. And, uh, you know, they'll turn to Connor Nolan tomorrow, former Arkansas right-hander. He pitched in the College World Series last year. Um, he started back on Tuesday, was really good in four innings, only gave up a run. So I uh, like our chances tomorrow with Nolan on the mound. We'll see how it goes. I do, too. Brendan King, I know you've had a long day. means a lot to me that you take time to call us this late at night. Get back to the uh, crib, relax. you got to work. you got to work tomorrow. And enjoy yourself. We'll talk to you next weekend. All right, Coach. Thanks so much. Thank you. Brendan King, really good at what he does. Um, Good win for the Cubs. You know, another good win. So, you know, good night for uh, for the Indians and for the Cubs. Uh, Don't forget, get up, get out, watch some ball tomorrow. Or watch the racing, listen to the racing that's going on. you got NASCAR and IndyCar uh, testing at the Speedway Thursday and Friday next week if the weather cooperates. Uh, We're inching closer and closer to the month of May. I always encourage you uh, throughout the week when you get a chance to support the uh, student-athletes in your community. Go buy a ticket. You hear that those spots that we run? 
buy a ticket, support your uh, your programs, softball, baseball, golf, tennis. Go watch. Go out and have some fun and uh, cheer these kids on and because um, it's important to all of us. So do it and do it the right way. Uh, also, don't forget now, join us next weekend. We're, we got we got a few left in season number 29, which seems kind of hard to believe to me, too, uh, as we get ready uh, in August as we come back for season number 30. Unheard of. Uh, unprecedented in terms of sports talk show uh, like ours, never been done. So we're treading some really interesting ground. Thanks to a great job by Eddie Garrison, Kai Talley. Thanks to our great stations around the state. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.